Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast. We're ready to show coming to you on this Sunday morning here very quickly with an episode sent over from my homie Pat Rigsby, who Pat's been in the game for multiple decades and has helped a lot of people uh, do a lot of things in the fitness uh, business entrepreneurial space. And he sent over this today, and I wanted to share it with all of my fitness professionals, coaches out there, uh, people who run their own business in general, uh, entrepreneurs, people who run a side hustle, who have passion projects, and in all reality, uh, anybody who works with humans for their job, which is probably 99% of us at some point. So I think you can get some value out of this. And if nothing else, uh, you can take and apply it to your personal life if you're not in any of those categories. But that basically fits uh, all of us in a nutshell. And uh, the title of today's podcast is People Don't Just Buy Workouts. And I believe that. Now, there is a handful of the population who doesn't give a shit and they're just looking for a place to, to get sweaty and become sore, and that's fine. And there's people who only just want you know more exercise, more exercise, more exercise, thinking that that is going to solve the problem that they have. And for almost everybody, more exercise is not uh, the answer. And this is coming from a place of when people walk in the door and they say, Jeremy, you know what makes you different from the guy down the street? And uh, a handful of things do, but I don't think programming is going to be uh, the first thing that comes out of my mouth. Now, with an asterisk by it, I do think the programming that I create in design is significantly different than the guy down the street in a handful of ways. Uh, when you really, you know, strip it down and you dig deep into it, like how we program things out, we, we, we you know, kind of have everything born from, you know, the, the foundational movements, a, a push, a pull, a hip dominant, a quad dominant, a trunk, a total body, and then we put it into a timing format with progressions and regressions from level one through three, advanced, you know, kind of intermediate and then beginner stuff. And then we can obviously level it up, which is easy enough. And then we can regress it down where a lot of fitness professionals do not do that. And they can't do that. They kind of give people a one size fits all. And they really don't have an alternative exercise, and they're very solidified, and they're believing in one, I guess, religion of fitness, if you will, where I kind of would adapt all the modalities, and I'm willing to take the good, the bad, and the ugly from like CrossFit and bodybuilding and endurance training and sprint training and all those different things. But to the average person, they don't give a fuck about that. If I say that to someone who sits down across from me, like that's what makes me different, they're gonna be like, oh yeah, okay. It's no different than when like the mechanic opens the hood of my car and shows me, you know, three things. He's like, oh, you see this here, and I'm like. Nod my head. Oh yeah, I don't know what the fuck I'm looking at. That's the same, you know, deer in the headlights look I get from someone sitting across from me. So when they ask me, what makes me different than that guy down the street? Well, I'm what's different. The the guy in the place down the street doesn't have a Jeremy Scott in there. And you can take that as arrogance and cockiness, but I've given up my life for this. Um, I do not have hobbies. This is basically what I do, uh, 24/7, 365, and. I'm not a genius by any means, but I'm very good at what the fuck I do. Um, I'm very good at helping the average person understand fitness and, and health and lifestyle in a context, and I do it in a way different than other people. And if you have a question, I can answer it. And I'll be the first person to tell you, if I don't know the answer, I do not know it, but I will get you somebody who does because I have an inner circle of people who are the best of the best in fitness at what they do. And that is something the guy down the street does not have to the scale that I do. And I will exhaust myself finding the answer and trying to get you a fix and surround you by people who can do the best for you. Because at the end of the day, <laughs> I joke about this with BJ Gador when people ask, you know, what do I do for a living? And I could list off all the things. I'm an entrepreneur, I write books, I have a podcast, I'm a business owner, we own real estate, all this different shit. I, I, coach, I coach humans, but I, I coach adult PE. 
Now, it's it's way more complex than that when, when you dig down into it, but on the surface level, I coach adult PE. I get people to, to in a place to where they can you know look better, move better, and feel better, and, and hopefully make fitness be a part of their life, not make fitness be their life, and help them kind of transform not just the physical body, but you know the spiritual, the mental, and the emotional sides of fitness, and that's what we kind of pride ourselves on. So that's where this is coming from, a place of people just don't buy workouts. And if you're a person who's not concerned with any of that and you just want a, a place where you can pay money, you know, to have access to more exercise and equipment and be sweaty and sore and tired, that's fucking easy. There's one of those on on every corner of the street. Like that's not hard to do. But what we do is something different and that's why I say after people get into fitness and, and health and they're trying things, they're not just buying workouts. They don't just buy certifications and credentials. So all my fitness pros out there listening, or anybody for that matter, the people you're serving, they're not just buying certifications and credentials. Most of the time, they don't give a shit about those, and I'll touch on that in a second. They're not buying, you know, new squat racks. They're not just buying, you know, new kettlebells and rigs. They don't buy that stuff. They want to buy a better version of themselves. That's when people are coming here. They want to buy a better version of who they are. They want to buy a healthier happier, fitter lifestyle, not just for, you know, a seven day free trial, not just for a 30 day group on, not just for a three month or six month membership, but for the rest of their fucking life. That's really what they're looking for. They want to buy a better life with more balance and more focus on health and understanding how can I make, you know, eating right and training and sleep and recovery a part of my life, but not have it overwhelm me. So it's not realistic. They Many times they want to buy an escape from their problems. And ultimately, they're buying you. They're buying the skill set of you to improve their life in some area, no matter what it is you do. But is that what you're selling? All my fitness pros out there, is that what you're really selling them? When you're marketing to them and you're running your Facebook ads and you pixel and retarget and do all the fancy things we can do now with technology, is that what you're marketing to your consumer? When I look at most gyms and fitness businesses and the marketing of how they sell, the clear answer is no. That is not what they're doing. They are, you know, in most fitness pros we meet, they're ridiculously happy to to tout their credentials. Here's where I went to school. Here's the degrees I have. Here's all the different acronyms and certifications. And I'm not saying that isn't important. It doesn't have a place. And yeah, you can tell it to me and I can identify it like, oh, that's cool. Like NASM, ACE, ISSA, CSCS. Like I get all that stuff. But do you think, you know, 47-year-old Sally who comes in who's got 80 pounds to lose and has terrible hip mobility gives a fuck about your certification credentials? Maybe she does, but I mean this with all sincerity, you guys. I've been doing this for 15 years, over 10 years now on my own, and not one single person of the thousands and thousands and thousands of people I've worked with have ever came to me and said, hey, Jeremy, can you give me a list of your fitness certifications? And here's the crazy thing. Even if I did, I don't think they'd understand what they're looking at anyway. That's my point. We're sometimes putting over-importance on certain things to the consumer and the end client and athlete we're working with to train to serve that they do not care about. People don't spend a lot of time on that stuff because it really doesn't matter to them. What the client is trying to do is escape from and you have to help them try to arrive where they want to be at. Uh, And if you think about the services that they buy, in their normal life outside of just fitness. It's all tied to them just trying to solve a problem and reach their goals and making them feel better about themselves. And I, I don't reverse engineer myself, for example. So I don't buy a lot of shit. I've been too busy here doing this stuff. But when I go to 
like a chiropractor, uh, when I go to uh, like a physical therapist, when I go to a massage therapist, when I go to uh, the barber to get my hair cut, when I you know, take my car into the auto mechanic, when I visit the dentist, when we have the plumber come here, the HVAC guy, the landscaper, all those people, I'm buying the craftsmen first. They need to be awesome at what they do for a living. They have to be a master at their craft. And for me personally, they have to be a good person. They can't be an asshole. They, they can't be rude. They can't, you know, you know, be late and not honor my time. To me, that stuff matters. They have to be a good human being. And also, they have to be really good at what they do for their job. Now, there's a lot of people who are super nice, but they suck shit at being a landscaper. I can't hire them. And there's a lot of people who are, they're good guys. And they're very good at being a landscaper. That's the person I want to work with. Now, of all those people I've ever listed, and I've worked with chiropractors, massage therapists, I've got my hair cut, you know, for as long as I can imagine. Uh, I went to the dentist for, you know, basically my entire life. Uh, the plumbing, the HVAC, all those people. You know what? I've never once asked where you went to school. I never once asked, what are your certifications? Now, I might be an idiot for doing that, but I would ask you guys, do you know where your dentist went to college? Do you know what special certifications your dentist has? Do you know where your barber got certified? If they, if they even are, for that matter. Like when you go get a massage and the massage therapist, do you know where they went to school? Do you know their background? Do you know the certifications? Odds are you probably don't. But you know what you do know? Do they make you feel better when you leave? Did they cut your hair? Does your plumbing, you know, work efficiently? Like, do you feel better when you walk out of the room? Are they solving the problem? And yet, when they marketed to you and sold to you, they probably didn't list off all their certifications and that fancy stuff. And that's what I'm driving at to all my, my business owners out there is that if you're not confident about selling and marketing, take a look at how you personally buy services and solutions in your area in your life. And like the things that aren't in your wheelhouse and your expertise. And I promise you, if you do that, you're going to find a path to fixing the way you connect with people and convert them to obviously being paying clients uh, and customers. But ultimately, like you're helping them understand that you can solve their problem and help them. And a lot of times we get lost in, oh, and again, that might be how people find me. Like, oh, Jeremy, you you know, you work with Men's Health and with Reebok and with Bodybuilding.com and you've done all this fancy shit over the course of, you know, 10, 15 years. But I would argue there's probably half the people who are in our space that don't even know I have anything to do with that. They don't really give a shit. All they care is that, hey, I'm open. I show up on time. I can help them move better, feel better. If they have a question on exercise, how to improve X, Y, Z, how can I do better with my eating? Can I have some travel workouts on the go? Can you help me become a healthier, happier, fitter version of myself? That's what really matters. Not where I went to college, not what my school GAPA is, not what all the certifications are. And even if they know that like I you know, have done stuff for uh, men's health and for vitamin shop and for all these companies, right? They don't probably even really know what the fuck I'm doing for those guys. And they probably really don't even care. All that stuff is fancy window dressing and I get it. And we, we sometimes tout that as, you know, that's what makes us important or special. But what really makes us great at our craft and makes us special and makes us important and makes us matter to the people we serve is we're helping them solve a problem. We're providing them value. 
we're getting them to a place they want to be. We're helping them escape a place of pain and agony and, you know, despair and they feel like they're hopeless. The best thing we can do as, you know, fitness professionals is when someone comes in, they leave here moving better and feeling better and feeling like there is hope and they have answers to solving the problems they have with, with their body, whether it be aesthetically or strength-wise or mobility-wise or somewhere in between, and that we can be a connector of people and a problem solver. That's what you need to be marketing. That's what you need to be selling every single day. Not that the other stuff doesn't matter. You can list it on your bio on the website, and that's great. But the average person doesn't give a shit, and that's not what they're looking for, and that's really not what they're focusing on. And I think when you look at how you buy things from the people who serve you and fix your problems in your life, you'll find it to be the exact same way as well. So hopefully you guys enjoyed that and got some value out of it. I know it's not applicable to everybody who's listening, but I think at the end of the day, uh, there's a really good book too. I think Jeb Blunt put it out. It's called People Buy You. Um, it, it's it's the, the basic concept of what I'm just talking about. At the end of the day, we're buying humans. Um, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll buy shit from Amazon because it's it's a, it's a monster machine. It's super fast and it's super efficient and there is no you know real human interaction on that part. But a lot of times when I go places when it's when I get coffee, uh, when I stop at a place to, to get food and get served, A, I want it to be you know quick and efficient and affordable, but I want to like the people. And obviously because I'm in this life and I have an emotional attachment to it, I'm going to do what I can to support small business whenever possible. And I'm not against you know the big box stuff. Like I'll go to, I want to go to like the, the smaller coffee shops if I can. My only problem is like the Starbucks is the only fucking place open at four in the morning. And that's sometimes, you know, uh, I'm a a slave to uh, the time machine because I have to be here. But short of that, I will always go places where I like the people. And and again, nothing against Starbucks. Sometimes they have really great employees, really friendly people who you kind of get to even know them because you're on the same schedule and routine. And um, if they were rude and they were dicks and they acted like they didn't care about my business or want me to be there, that's what matters more to me than what is their education? What is their certification? If they can do the job and the task and they're helping me solve a problem and they're cool with me along the way, that's what I care about. And I think all of you who are running businesses or, you know, creating relationships with clients and you want to be successful, just, you know, at the end of the day, like I always say, just be an awesome human. Just be fucking cool, man. Like be somebody fun they want to be around and be really good at what you do in your craft and you're going to find success uh, not only financially, but uh, on a deeper level in terms of being a connector of humans and being a problem solver. So hopefully you guys enjoyed that. Anything else you want to hear on the podcast specifically, shoot me a message, send me a DM. I'm happy to record it. I have a huge list from you guys from Instagram the other day, which I'll probably get to later in the week, or I'm going to be traveling um, from the 14th till the 21st. So I'm going to have some time in between there where I can... Uh, get some real legit podcast kind of dug down to you guys where I can do a little bit more research and give you some of the answers you've been looking for. So if you sent me a request, I do have them. Um, I apologize for the delay, but life gets in the way of podcasting uh, most definitely. So if you are on iTunes right now, stop. Don't be a lazy ass. Open up your iPhone, your iPad, or your MacBook. Click on the podcast app. Click Jeremy Scott Fitness, scroll down, drop me a five-star, leave a comment, or if you have the iTunes, it's the same option. Make sure you guys are subscribed because there is a ton of you guys listening, which I thank you for. I truly do mean that, but not as many of you are subscribed as you should. So make sure you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode, and I will talk to you guys probably tomorrow. So have an amazing rest of your Sunday, and until next time, eat well, train hard, be nice to people, and please, you guys... Just keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you soon. Peace.